welcome to the Good Fight Sports Podcast, your home for local sports here in the 574. Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Good Fight Sports Podcast. My name is Kenny Kramer and today is August 31st. And for this episode, we're going to give our weekly um, football, high school football preview slash Notre Dame football preview. Um, so we're going to start off high school football. First up, Penn Kingsmen are traveling to Indianapolis Cathedral. Indianapolis Cathedral has been a powerhouse in football for their conception, really. There really is no other way to put it. I mean, Cathedral boasts, I believe it's 12 or 13 state championships, second most in the state. They are really good. Um, to show you how, to tell you how good they are, I can't really show you. To tell you how good they are, they are, by enrollment, they are a 4A school. Um, but with how good they are and how much success they've had in the tournament, they are in the highest class possible, which is 6A, um, which is no surprise to anyone. Everyone wants them in 6A because they are just too good for everyone else. I mean, they they got moved down to 5A a couple years ago, and they didn't move them up for two years. Yeah, two years. And they won back-to-back state titles. <laughs> it's it's just ridiculous how good Cathedral is. When you put them in 6A, they still make it to semi-state almost consistently. 5A, they will win state. So 6A is probably where they're going to be for, for forever. Um, but anyway, uh, in the game, uh, the Kingsmen are 0-3 all-time against Cathedral. All three games have been recent. Um Last year, Cathedral beat Penn 35-21 at Freed Field uh, at the cam- on the campus of Penn High School. Um, I went to the game last year, and, and Penn looked good in the first half. Uh, Cathedral then exuded its dominance and showed everyone why they are the way they are and just took over the game, uh, ended up winning 35-21. Uh, and it really wasn't close. In the second half, it, it the cathedral just absolutely dominated Penn on on each side of the ball in the second half, and, and that's what I think Cathedral is going to do in this one. I I believe Penn has a shot in the first half uh, if they get to Cathedral in the first half and, and don't let Cathedral take over the game in the second half. Penn has a shot. Not saying they're going to win, but they have a shot. If not, if Penn can't stop Cathedral in the second half, no chance Penn wins. Plus, Cathedral has a star quarterback. I highly doubt he's going to make any mistakes in the game. If he does, again, Penn has a shot. Penn needs to force turnovers in order to win. If they don't, they're going to lose. And... It's not a question of 
are they going to lose? It's a question of how badly are they going to lose. A lot of the time when Penn goes up against Indianapolis schools and teams from Central Indiana, they get creamed. It's it's not even close, the score, half the time. The only time it's been close was 2016 when they played Center Grove in the state championship and they lost 28-16. to Now, a lot of you out there are like, well, 28-16, to that's not even close. Well, you're right, but that's the closest Penn has ever been to winning against a team from Indianapolis. Um, the last time they've done that, I believe, was against Carmel, and that was at home. 2016 when they beat Carmel 16 to 10. I believe that's the last time they beat an Indianapolis school. Other than that, they really haven't beat Indianapolis schools. Um, and this is a second true test for the Kingsmen as well. Uh, the first test, uh, Penn passed with flying colors as they went to Valpo on the road to beat the number one team in 5A at that time and defending state champions in 5A. Uh, Valparaiso and 138 to 21. But Cathedral is not Valpo. Cathedral is one of the powerhouses in the state. Cathedral is Cathedral. Um, and you got to be ready for it. Um, Cathedral is independent in football. They're kind of like Notre Dame. They're in a conference and everything else, but they're independent in football. Um, and hot take, I believe Penn should be the same way, and here's why. The NIC does nothing to help Penn out football-wise. If Penn wants to win a state title, they need to play the best teams in the state, if not best teams from out of state as well. In order to do that, Penn cannot be in a conference for football. Because playing Puny little teams like South Bend Adams, South Bend St. Joe, Mishawaka Marion does nothing to help Penn out. It, it does nothing. In fact, it only hurts Penn for doing that. So Non-conference-wise, Penn has done a good job of scheduling tough teams. They're playing Cathedral. They have Valpo every year. They were playing uh, Cincinnati St. Xavier sometimes. It, it, playing out-of-state teams and teams that are tough consistently is what Penn needs to do. Penn needs to take what Cathedral does and do it themselves. Not saying Penn's going to be great at it. I mean, they're going to struggle for a couple of years if they do it. But if they do it, it's only going to help them. Because here's another example, Center Grove. Center Grove was in the... Metropolitan Interscholastic Conference down in Indianapolis, uh, one of the really big conferences down there in Indianapolis. They they and Carmel got booted out uh, a couple years ago. Center Grove now is independent in all sports. Football-wise, they are now playing the best teams in the country from out of state, obviously. They're playing... They played um, Lakewood St. Edward. Lakewood St. Edward is consistently ranked in the top five or top ten in the country in high school football. 
what more do you want? I, they're they're also playing uh, teams from Kentucky that are consistently ranked. I mean, could, Center Grove is playing probably one of the tougher schedules I've ever seen in the state of Indiana. I, I can't think of a more tougher schedule than what Center Grove is playing. Penn should be doing the same thing. And in order for Penn to do that, they need to be independent in football. Basketball, stick with the NIC because you have some tough-ish teams in the NIC that can give you a run for your money. However, football, football needs to be independent. And I'm probably going to, if someone from Penn ever hears this, I'm probably going to get some feedback from it. But I really feel that Penn needs to be independent in football, just football, so that way they can play the toughest teams that they possibly can to get ready for the tournament. That way, when tournament time comes around, you're ready for it. Um, so back to the Cathedral and Penn. So the Kingsmen enter ranked 8th in both Class 6A polls. And then Cathedral also enters ranked 6th in the AP poll and 7th in the Coaches poll. So this one is going to be one of the... On paper, it looks like it's going to be one of the best games in the state. Don't worry. It's not. Cathedral's going to win. Uh, I'll take Cathedral by at least two touchdowns. Uh, sorry, Penn. That's just the way it is. Then our other game is Pioneer at LaVille. Both teams enter 2-0. and This game is a 7 o'clock kick as well as Penn Cathedral, which I find weird. That is a four-hour, no, two-hour trip, two, three-hour trip, depending on traffic, for Penn to Cathedral. I don't know why it's starting at 7. They're going to have to leave uh, about 3.30, if earlier, to get down there, to get ready. Uh, but anyway, uh, Pioneer at LaVille. Lancers are 2-8 and eight against Pioneer. Uh, these last two wins have been consecutive wins. And the last and last year, uh, the Lancers won at Pioneer 47-8. to eight. Um, So the Lancers at home since 2014 are 40-11. and 11. Uh, That is a 78, just over 78% uh, win percentage, which is really good. Um, and in those games, the Lancers are scoring just over 27 points a game, and they're giving up just over 12 points a game. Um, and the Lancers come into the game ranked 8th in both two-way polls, and Pioneer uh, is ranked now. They are ranked 11th in the AP and 13th in the coaches' poll. And what is really what really gets me is this is a final meeting between these two schools. Not saying they're ever going to meet again, but conference-wise, this is the last time these two these two schools are going to play each other. Um, as we know, Pioneer is sticking with the Hoosier North, and LaVille is leaving to 
re-enter, not re-enter, but re- rekindle the Northern State Conference with five other, five other local schools in the area. And then some other games um, around the area. Uh, we're going to go by conference here. First, starting with the Hoosier North. We have Caston at Triton. That is a 7 p.m. kick. Knox at Culver. That's a 7.30 p.m. kick. Uh, these two schools have met 41 times. Uh, well, they've met 40 times. And Knox leads the series 31-9. to And this is the 41st meeting between the two schools. We have also North Judson at Culver Academy. That's a 7.30 p.m. kick. Winnemac at North White. That's a 7 p.m. kick. This is the 47th meeting between the two schools. Winnemac leads the series 34-12. to In the Northern Indiana Conference, NIC... We have Brebuff Jesuit at Marion. That's a 7.30 p.m. kick. Hammond Morton at Elkhart, 7.30 p.m. kick. John Glenn at Angola, 7.30 p.m. kick. Lowell at New Prairie, 8 p.m. start. Osceola Grace at Jimtown, 7 p.m. kick. South Bend Clay at Chicago Christian. That's Illinois, 7.30 p.m. kick. Uh, fun fact, well, I'd actually, I don't know if this is fun, but it is a fact. Since 2012 and since going 5-5 five and five in that season, South Bend Clay is 6-92 and 92 in their games since then. That is just over... A 6% win percentage. Six. That is incredible. Lee Bad. Moving on from that one, because I don't want to talk about South Bend Clay anymore. We have South Bend Riley at Adams. The Riley-Adams rivalry. This is the 80th meeting between these two schools. Uh, Riley leads the series 47-32. to and Adams, however, has won 14 of the last 30 games in the series. So Adams has been really competitive in this series to make it feel like more of a rivalry. Speaking of which, Washington at St. Joe, that's a 7 p.m. kick. Also, South Bend Riley at Adams, that's a odd 6 p.m. kick. Never seen a 6 p.m. kick before for a high school football game. Uh, back to Washington Adams, Washington at St. Joe, not Adams, at St. Joe, 7 p.m. kick. Uh, this is only the 31st time uh, these two schools have met on the gridiron. However, Washington leads the series 17, 11, and 2. Um, so this one just has the feel of a natural rivalry, even though I wouldn't consider it a rivalry. I don't think any either school can really considers it a rivalry either. It has that feel, though. Only 31 times they've met. That's saying something. Then to round out the NIC, we have South Central at Bremen, and that is a 7.30 p.m. kick. Now on to the Northern Lakes Conference. 
We have Mishawaka at Northridge. That's a 7 p.m. kick. Again, I've said in the last uh, podcast episode, if you're not, if, if you don't have a team to cheer for locally and you want to go to a good high school football game, Mishawaka at Northridge, 7 p.m. kick over there in Middlebury. Be there. Be square. It's going to be a great game. Then we have Northwood at Concord, 7 p.m. kick. Next up, we have Warsaw at Plymouth. Uh, This is the longest rivalry between schools uh, in the area. Uh, This is the 104th edition of this rivalry uh, that dates back 93 years. Yes, you heard it right. 93-year-old rivalry and the 104th meeting between the two schools the Rockies lead the series 52-49 and 2. So this one has been back and forth almost every year. Warsaw, however, is on a three-game win streak and won last year 70 to nothing. Uh, and I don't think Plymouth is going to get it done this year, unfortunately. Uh, and Warsaw will make it 52-50 and 2. They trail their arch rivals. And then to round out the Northern Lakes Conference, we have Wawasee at Goshen, and this is the 55th meeting between the two schools, and Goshen leads the series 37-17, to and this is a 7 p.m. kick as well. And then some other notable games around the state that just caught my eye or are really big games in general. We have... Perennial Powerhouse, Cincinnati Moeller of Ohio at East Central. That's a 7.30 p.m. kick. One of the biggest games down in Indianapolis. Uh, We have the Battle for the Bell. We have Lawrence Central versus Lawrence North. 8 p.m. kick at Lucas Oil Stadium. Yes, it's the 55th meeting between the two schools since the split down there in Lawrence, Indiana. Um, Lawrence Central leads the series 34-20. to 20. And, and this rivalry started in 1982. That was the first time the two schools had met since they split. Um, and they're only separated by just over 3.5 miles, 3.6 miles. Uh, another game that caught my eye is Louisville Trinity at Center Grove. Louisville Trinity is always good. Uh, they're always consistent, always highly ranked in the country in, fo- in high school football, uh, and it's at Center Grove. So I, it should be a good one down there in Greenwood. Then uh, another one, we have Maryville at Crown Point. This is the 86th meeting between the school two schools, and Maryville leads this series 50 34 and 1. Uh, probably the biggest, one of the biggest, if not the biggest game in Indianapolis. We have number one in 2A, Triton Central, at number one in 1A, Indianapolis Lutheran. Uh, Indianapolis Lutheran, for, for people up here who don't know of Indianapolis Lutheran, L- Lutheran has won two consecutive 1A state titles. They have gone 15-0 and in both of those seasons, 
and are on an impressive and state-leading 32-game win streak. Uh, They haven't lost in over two years, and Lutheran has won the last three matchups against Triton Central and won last year at Triton Central 54-41 in a barn burner. Uh, and this one is at Lutheran, and I think Lutheran gets it done to push their win streak to 33 games to remain undefeated and go to 3-0 and and drop Triton Central to 2-1 and for this year. And another game, and to round out a couple more games here, we have Twin Lakes at Tippecanoe Valley. That's a 7 p.m. kick, and then Westfield at Zionsville. Uh, the reason I picked Westfield at Zionsville is I think this is going to be a trap game for Westfield. Westfield's coming off that impressive 59-58 win in their last game. And to get up for this one, I, I really, I don't know. I think Zionsville is going to say, okay, we're going to play off of the fact that you, we think you're going to be coming in um, tired, so I I don't know. It, it's gonna it's gonna be one of those. Does Westfield have the legs underneath them? Are the, are they you know rested? Are they you know full strength or are they still are they still tired? Are they you know how are they feeling for this game? This could be a trap game for Westfield, not in the sense that it's you know some little school that they're playing. No, it's Zionsville. Zionsville's good in football. Uh, however, it's one of those where they're just coming off a huge win, an impressive win, and do they have the capability of you know preparing the right way for the game, or are they going to come out sluggish and you know not not be ready for the game? We'll see. We'll find out tomorrow, and we'll have our uh, weekly um, recap show next week for high school football, and then it's also with Notre Dame football, which we're going to talk about now. Notre Dame plays Tennessee State Saturday. Uh, I'm going to keep this short and brief because I really don't want to talk about it too much. Uh, This is the first FCS opponent Notre Dame has ever played in football. I hate that. Um, In season openers and week one games, I found this to be kind of impressive for Notre Dame football. For home openers, just home openers, Notre Dame is 107-21-5. However, week one games, and with the win against Navy last week, Notre Dame has won 112 of those games on week one, and 103 of those have led to winning seasons. So in the years of Notre Dame football, about I want to say about 130-some-odd seasons of Notre Dame football, 112 wins on week one and 103 lead to winning seasons. That's impressive. Back to the game, however, there is no spread. Um, that is not surprising. Um, and I think Notre Dame's going to win 63 to nothing. Uh, like I said, short, sweet. I don't want to talk about it too much because I hate this game. So, like I said, tune in uh, next week for our recap show of high school football and Notre Dame football. 
Probably Notre Dame football is going to be short and sweet just like this one. Um, lots to talk about in high school football next week. Um, a lot of score updates. And uh, we'll see how Penn and LaVille do in their games. Um, but with that, we're going to say goodbye. Hey guys, it's Kenny, host of The Good Fight. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to hear more, you can check out our website at thelugnutspodcastgroup.com for all information related to the podcast and where to listen to us. You can also follow the Patreon page for exclusive benefits for the show. Join us next time for The Good Fight.